0: listening to Brunch with me Noreen Mayer on this Thursday morning in the next 15 minutes or so we're going to be hearing about a virtual exhibition called No Child Left Behind A Mother's Love Knows No Borders which features a heartwarming uh, series of pictures and stories of our migrant workers here in Hong Kong and to tell us a little bit more about this wonderful campaign I'm really delighted to be chatting once again with Catherine Gurtin the CEO of Pathfinders which is a charity that empowers our Migrant workers here in Hong Kong and also to support uh, children born to migrant workers. Welcome back on the program, Catherine. Thank you so much for joining us
1: for having me again and thank you for the opportunity to tell you a bit more about our,
0: our campaign which we're really excited about. Uh, honestly, I think it should come with a, a bit of a warning. Um, looking through some of the pictures and, and just sharing th- of these stories, it really does um, make me teary-eyed. I think our listeners know that, you know, I, I get teary-eyed um, quite often because of all uh, of all the touching stories we often cover. Um, I should also say we are live this morning on Facebook as well. Noreen Mare on RTHK Radio 3. You'll be able to see And here, the lovely Catherine. So tell us a little bit more about uh, your campaign. Um, What is it all about?
1: Well, as as you said, we we focus at at Pathfinders and supporting children born to migrant workers. So for almost 15 years, we've been ensuring that no child is left behind when they're born in Hong Kong, making sure they have an identity, access to shelter, healthcare, education and and supplies. Um, And then last year, we started working more on sort of raising consciousness that many of the migrant domestic workers that come to Hong Kong are also mothers. Um, And as we know, the pandemic has been a really challenging time for all working mums in Hong Kong, including the many migrant domestic workers that are here too. Um, and next year marks 50 years of migrant workers coming to, to Hong Kong to help us care for our families. Wow. It's quite extraordinary. Um, and they make a huge contribution. There are currently 340,000 migrant domestic workers in Hong Kong. Um, but unfortunately, despite the sacrifice of leaving Many of them leaving children behind. Um, and the contribution, both socially, to enable mums like me and, and, and you to be able to work and to care for our aging population, they, um, they're often underappreciated and undervalued. And so we just really wanted to launch this campaign, this particular virtual exhibition that we've uh, curated in uh, collaboration with Ziza Cruz-Bakani, who's a, she's a second generation migrant worker. So she has a, a sense of what it's like to be a child left behind. Um, but she's also an award-winning and celebrated photographer. Um, and we just really wanted to shine a light on the fact that really no child can be left behind in the home country if the mother is really enabled and empowered to remain a constant part of their lives, you know, regular conversations and um, you know being able to go home every so often. Um, you know, just, just, just small, small gestures, but it's just really trying to sort of shine a light on, on this, this, this dynamic and, and trying to sort of just celebrate really the strength and resilience of, of these mothers. Um, but also the children, um, that, that get left
0: behind as well. Absolutely. Catherine, you you hit the nail on the head. You and I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation if it wasn't for the wonderful work of our own helpers. And I'm sure so many of our listeners listening, perhaps at work, you know, or or maybe, you know, you have parents who are a bit older here in Hong Kong um, and and have a a domestic worker here here at home looking after them. Um, So about these images, they are really, really touching. I really urge our listeners to uh, go to the QR code, go to uh, the Pathfinder's Facebook page and really log in because it's kicked off already and it runs all the way till the end of the year till the 31st of december um can you describe some of these images and how are they sort of collected i know um to to, to look through them um, i look through them uh, first of all when ken sent them over um earlier uh, last month and then again this morning it's really touching um on so many levels
1: There are moments of heartbreak of of mothers and and children saying goodbye at the airport and every image has its own kind of story. And we collected them earlier in the year as part of this 49 uh, campaign exhibition, um, celebrating 49 years of workers coming to Hong Kong. But yeah, there's, there's lots of heartwarming and heartbreaking stories, but really we've tried to sort of Create the campaign in a way that really celebrates the sacrifice and the contribution that these mothers are making to the to brightening the futures for their children. But you know, you've got examples of how some mothers are helping their children, you know, uh, with technology with their homework, how they celebrate birthdays when they're apart, and there are some quite tear jerking moments. So yeah, it should come with a warning. You need a tissue box um, about mothers and children saying goodbye at the airport. Um, But it really is just sort of all the different aspects coming together, and you know we we really heavily rely on 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 these ladies. I mean, I mentioned before that it's two hundred thirty thousand now. We need six hundred thousand workers in Hong Kong by twenty forty seven to help care for an aging population. So the number of mothers coming to Hong Kong is going to significantly increase. Um, 90% of the workforce are women of childbearing age. So not only may they already be mothers, but they're also coming and, you know, therefore at Pathfinders, we, we fear that the risk of seeing unplanned pregnancies will also increase with the size of the population. So we just really wanted to shine a light and celebrate, you know, what it means to be a mother, the sacrifices that you make to be a mother. And it's, it's as you know, it's hard. Um, but it's it's the hardest job you'll ever do. I often say to the team, I've come to the office for a break. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, but, it, but it it's a moment. It's a moment of celebration, and I think it really resonates with with me. Um, my helper of seven years recently returned to the Philippines. Um, you know, her father had passed away during Covid, oh, you know, she was having sad. challenges with with, with her, her marriage and her daughter was ten and 15 and really needed her mum to be there. So we, we employed a, a new a new auntie, as uh, Zai, and she's wonderful. But it was a real it was really jarring for me because her kids are exactly the same age as mine. They're, they're sort of, you know, eight, eight, eight and nine. Um, and before coming to us, she'd worked um, with two employees before who wouldn't uh, wouldn't allow her, wouldn't encourage her to use her phone during the day. So she would, and she would work really long hours. So she was only allowed, she only really spoke to her children at, at the weekend on a Sunday. And she had no relationship with them when, they, when she came. And so, you know, we really encouraged her, you know, we don't obviously, you know, when the kids are there, we want her to be spending time with the kids, but you know, she's ironing and she wants to chat with her kids while she's ironing. But it's been, it's a small gesture, but it's been so transformational for her relationship with her kids. You know, now they call her to say good morning. You know, she'll have dinner at night when she has her dinner. She has it at the same time as them so they can have conversations over dinner. So they can't, they're not left behind to the same degree because she's there constantly day in, day out with them. Um, so I think that's the other thing that we just really want to highlight with the campaign is that, you know, if you have a, a migrant domestic worker who's enabling you and your family, you know, enable her to maintain the relationships with her family too. And just a small gesture like short breaks during the day um, to connect with her children you know before they're in bed at the end of a long day. It's 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 so, um, it's transformational. It really can be.
0: Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you. I think breaks during the day should be expected and should be the norm. And why not let them have their phone um, when they're doing the housework also? You know, if it doesn't disrupt the, the, their normal routine. Yeah. And, and you're so right. We were talking earlier also, you know, time is money. They've used their time to earn money and, and sacrifice that time that they could spend with their children. And that time is something that they would never get back. Imagine if we were working overseas and we couldn't even get the chance to speak to our kids. Until the weekend, um, or until really, really later. (laughs) Exactly. You know, it just makes me really sad to to just even imagine. And it's really unique because a lot of our domestic workers um, are are live-in. So you know, imagine living with your boss and not being able to have that daily communication with your own family for that support. Um, And we often talk about mental health for, for our workers. You know, this extends throughout for any work, you know, um, especially for our migrant workers who don't get to be in constant communication w- with with their family. Gosh, that's really, really, you know, that's really, really tough to even imagine that circumstance.
1: And I know as when I sort of, when we first um, sort of hired, when we had children, we had our, our first um, migrant domestic work, I, I found it really hard to get my head around this is sort of the decision that had been made to leave, leave children behind. But when you really understand the motivation and the desire to give their children, you know, a lift up, a brighter start, exactly. more opportunities, um, you can kind of you can see the motivation is so strong. It really is a sacrifice of love to give them, you know, more than they probably had when they were when they were, were children. I think the thing that we're trying to make sure increasingly and as we go into our fifteenth and um, fifteenth year trying to be more of a voice for children touched by migration is the importance of ensuring that when the mother migrates, there is a guardian, a responsible guardian in country yeah. um, that is really caring for the needs of children. And so working closely with the consulates here and looking pre departure to make sure that those those children are, are protected and respected as well is, is also going to be something that we will increasingly focus on.
0: Yeah. Well, Catherine, you know, as employers of, of migrant workers, how, what else can we do to support their needs and to support their children uh, back at home?
1: Yeah, so short breaks. It's 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 really as simple as that. And they often, I think it's called by uh by they have these boxes uh, you'll see them featured in the exhibition. We call them boxes of love. Um and they you'll see them probably on a Sunday in the streets with these massive boxes and they're jumping on them, trying to get as much as they possibly can yes. into the box. These are kind of boxes of, of love um really that they're sending back to their family. So I don't know if you if you if you want to make sort of a send a gift or something to their children, um you can do that. But really just just, just short breaks and just appreciation that that they're mothers too and, and and why they're here, and um, just those sense, that sense of gratitude and um, just please visit the visit the exhibition because it's um it's really thought provoking it's really it's really caringly and thoughtfully put together, and um, and if you appreciate the exhibition we also have an appeal running at the minute for our no child left behind campaign so if you appreciate it we we really value. donation. Um, We can't do what we do without the support of individuals. We don't Uh, We don't benefit from organisations like uh, Community Chest or Jockey Club because we're not considered to be supporting the local Hong Kong population. So we really rely on companies and foundations and individuals. Um, And and visit our website. We've currently got a campaign going at the minute where we're asking people on social media to make selfies, doing a heart gesture. Again, just this sense of really sort of showing support and solidarity. So it's another really simple thing that people can do and tag us. Um, just to just to say that you care more
0: than anything else yeah oh i really hope you can also get more funding from different avenues because technically you are supporting the local community you're supporting the people who are supporting the local community um yeah, but that's a topic for, <laughs> a
1: topic for another time. But Yeah, many of us wouldn't be able to contribute to the economy in hong kong and work ourselves so it, it, we're, we're trying um yeah. but it's a uh,
0: We'll get that. Yeah. Um, Well, um, apart from this campaign, what other things are in the pipeline at the moment, um, Catherine, because it's a busy season for Christmas. What other projects (laughs) have you got?
1: Um, so we're working with bam house you probably know the wonderful yes. phil christelle um, so we're working with them on um, something called play dates with purpose so they're offering vouchers for a really special private session for up to eight children um, and all of the proceeds from that will be going to to pathfinders so check out our website and you'll see you'll see uh, you'll see that that coming up um we've got a little um Christmas celebration for our clients next week. And this weekend we have our annual ambassadors appreciation day. So Mm. we now have uh, over 250 migrant domestic workers that have been professionally trained in Pathfinders messaging and empowered as community leaders. So this Sunday, we're gonna be celebrating them. Wow. Um, and all their achievements so yeah it's always a busy well it's always busy but yeah it's a particularly busy time of the year at the end
0: of the year yeah and these local ambassadors are amazing because a lot of times they're the ones who spread the work that you do at Pathfinders so that when um, there are workers who are in crisis situation they can turn to them
1: yeah, and that was initially we sort of empowered them because we wanted to spread out reach and education, but actually we've now started to to capture how many cases that they are referring. Um, because oh. we are seeing more people coming to us through the ambassadors because they approach the, the topic in a way that's really culturally sensitive. And also they're from the community and they're within the community. So actually it's, it's quite scary still for a worker to call our helpline because they don't know us. They don't know, you know, they don't know, um, you know, see, we're, and um, we're there and we're they're, there to support, but just having that sort of bridge, sorry, that's my WhatsApp, having that sort of bridge um, to come into the organisation via them. And they're just the most inspiring women. They give up their only day off um, to really empower and educate and upskill themselves. And then they go into the community and, and serve their, their peers, you know, they really support their peers. so um, yeah, that's probably one of the highlights of my year is the Ambassador Appreciation yeah. Day. It's not
0: going to be celebrated.
1: celebrated yeah. dancing, music. So uh, yeah, I can't wait.
0: That's amazing. Well, Catherine, finally, how can our listeners support the work that you do? Um, what's your social media and how can we find out more about your No Child Left Behind campaign?
1: Yeah, so please go to our website, um, pathfinders.org.hk. Um, our social media handles are at PathfindersHK. Um visit the exhibition. Um, take a selfie and um, put it on 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 social media and tag us. And if you're able, we'd really value a donation.
0: Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Catherine. I look forward to chatting with you uh, next time, perhaps next year it'll be. So wishing you a Merry Christmas. It's December, so we can start saying that to guests. Uh wishing wow. you- <laughs> Exactly wishing you and your team a very merry christmas thank you for all the amazing work uh, that you're doing and also let's celebrate your local ambassadors that's amazing all the best for this weekend celebration thank you so much yeah. merry christmas. you see tonight it could go either way